Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's crime does not pay on the shadow. There are four missing episodes since last week, and this episode was originally broadcasted on November 24th, 1946, and it's called Gang Doctor. Company, producer of Frost for Every Farm and Home Use, brings you the thrilling adventures of the Shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young eyes that crime does not pay. In just a minute, today's exciting adventure will begin. But first, when you go to the store to pick out apples, it's easy to choose the best apples. You can see the difference. But it's not so easy to pick the best salt by its appearance. Most salt looks alike. So just you try using carry salt. See how different it is. See how its goodness goes deep down into the heart of food. Yes, ma'am, once you use carry salt, you'll agree carry salt is different. Carry salt is deep penetrating. Here's why. Carry salt is extra refined, so of course it always carries the flavor. Get Carrie's table salt at your favorite food store tomorrow in the round price box with a bright red band. It comes either iodized for added health protection or plain. But now, the shadow. <laughs> The shadow who aids the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama... Gang Doctor. It is midnight. In a sub-cellar of an old brownstone house, an operation is being performed. The patient, sprawled out on a makeshift operating table, winces as a man in a soiled surgical gown applies the scalpel through portions of his face. Oh, can't you give me something to call coffee, Doc? I can't stand it. Best we can do is Nova Jean. Oh. oh, I never know what I'd like to. Uh, not as bad as the electric chair. Don't move now. Oh. Please, Doc, easy. Joey, eat up the paraffin. Okay, Doc. Paraffin? 
What's that for? You gotta build up those cheekbones of yours. Give your face a different expression. I wasn't so hot, I'd never got through with it. You should have thought of that before you killed that bank messenger, Trigger. I didn't figure out pinning anyone down when I pulled that bank shot. If that bank messenger hadn't got so no nice, so... You sure this is going to be a new face, Doc? Something nobody will recognize? Results guaranteed, Trigger. It ought to be a good job. It's going to cost you enough. Uh, I hadn't figured it that way, Doc. How much? Twenty grand. Twenty what do you mind, Doc? I ain't got that kind of toll. There was $40,000 in that pouch you got from the bank messenger, and my fee runs to 50% of the gross for a job like this. 20 grand, that's a hold up, Doc. I will pay. Harrison's ready, Doc. I will pay. Shut up. You're going to get a new face, and you're going to pay for it. And I'm nice still. Oh, oh, easy, easy, Doc. <laughs> Take it easy. More paraffin, Joey. No, no, more, please, no more. Hold his head, Joey. <laughs> We're going near the eye. No, I can't stand any more time. Clamp, George. How much more? I can't take much more. I'm trigger. This is only the beginning. Hello, Murph. What'll it be? I ain't drinking, Gus. Uh, some guy went to see me. Yeah, the guy in the check suit over there, Murph. Said he knows you. Huh? <laughs> Never seen him before. He ain't copper, is he? Yeah, he looks more like a loser, Murph. Lily White skin of his looks strictly big house to me. Yeah, besides, a copper would know better than to come walking in this joint alone. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, Gus. Thanks a lot. See what's on his mind. Hey, uh, here you was. Looking for me, mister? Yeah, I yeah. have. Sit down, man. So I... How do you know my name? Maybe you'd get friendlier if I mention my name. The boys will know me call me Trigger. Trick? Uh, you're kidding. You don't look no more like Trigger than I do. So what? You didn't expect me to be showing that old kiss of mine under the cop's nose, did you? I had embroidery done. Jeez, yeah. That's a beautiful job, too. Well, what do you want? Now, look... You're still chummy with that private eye, Lamont Cranston, ain't you? I know him. So what? Him and Commissioner Weston never broke that corning case that happened about five years ago, did they? No. Cranston would like to break it. I suppose I helped him break it. How could you? They got one print of the killer. They never matched it. Suppose I tell him what I can, Master. What do you get out of this? Nothing you've got to pay off. There's a guy trying to put the tap on me for 20 grand. Now, with Cranston on his tail, maybe he'll end up where he won't worry about me. Or is it 20 grand? Oh, a remake, huh? Never mind. Is it a deal? Okay. Yeah, it's a deal. Good. Here's what you do. Call Cranston. See him tonight. going to do about the Winters' invitation for the weekend, darling? Well, looks like I'll have to accept, Margo. Doesn't seem to be any way out of it. Oh, it won't be that bad. I'll be there. <laughs> oh, I'll get it. All right. Yes? This is my... Is Mr. Cranston there? Just a second, Murph. See you, darling. Go. Thanks. Hello, Murph. How's crime? Uh, quit your kid, Mr. Cranston. You know, I give that up years ago. <laughs> What's on your mind, Murph? I got something for you, Mr. Cranston. Something hot. Well, good. What is it? A line on that guy who did the corning killing. Corning, huh? 
How good is your tip, Murph? Pretty good, pretty good there. Comes from a red hot who's on the lamb. He's got a grudge against the killer. This red hot says he, he, he'll spill it to you. Well, that's very flattering, but why me? I guess he knows you're pretty anxious to crack that corning case. Besides, like I said, he, he got a grudge against the killer. Might be worth looking into, Murph. When and where do I get this information? Well, it's better, it's better if you and me ain't seen together in town. Better meet up at my place tonight. Mr. Cranston, you know what it is? No, uh, better give me the directions. It's a little hideout two miles outside of Warkill. Mm-hmm. You can't miss it. It's an old shack, like on the left side of the road. Okay, Murph. I'll be there. You'll be where, darling? Murph's place. Claims there's a line on the saddest who killed the Corning child five years ago. Why come to you? Why don't you give this information to the police? Well, he knows of my personal interest in the case. Besides, his informant apparently isn't on speaking terms with the police. Don't get mixed up in that case again, darling, please. That killer was a cold-blooded maniac. Yes, I know, Margot. That's all the more reason why I'm not going to rest until he's brought to justice. I'm coming, I'm coming. Take it easy there, I'm coming. You're Murph, aren't you? Who are you? Just call me Doc. Uh, we thought we'd have a little talk with you, Murph. Let's go in where we'll be comfortable, eh, John? Oh, you push him there. Pardon me, Murph. I didn't know you had your foot against the door. Wait a minute, you guys. I'm busy here. I'm expecting someone. Better bolt the door, Joey. We don't want to be disturbed. What is all this? We've got mutual friends, Murph. Trigger, for instance. Trigger? Yeah. Joe here has been keeping an eye on Trigger. He saw you and Trigger talking today. Very confidentially. What were you talking at? Bob, Murph. Nothing. You're going to be difficult, Murph? I don't mind, but you may. <laughs> oh, my arm. Oh, oh, my arm. You just break it. Tell us about it, Murph. Maggie. Oh, we were talking about no snatch job. The, the, the corning job. What about the corning job, Murph? <laughs> He wanted me to contact him on Cranston for him. Oh, ask for you, huh? And did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. I was it to you guys. What did he tell you about the corning job, Murph? Nothing. Nothing at all. Don't talk, Murph. He didn't tell me nothing. I told you. He just wanted me to set up a date with Cranston tonight. Here. Here? We don't have much time, Doc. No. We better get started, Joey. What are you going to do? You seem so interested in the Corning case, Murph. I thought maybe I'd show you how it was done. You! You're the Corning killer! Yes, Murph. And I think we'd better reenact the operation on you. What are you talking about? Okay, Joey. Take over. Thanks, Doc. Come here, Murph. Put up the knife. I I, I ain't gonna do no talking. Come here, Murph. Doc. Doc. Keep him away, Doc. Please. Come here, Murph. No. Come to little Joey. No. Come to Joey, Murphy. It should be pretty nearly there, Margot. According to the speedometer, we're just about two miles beyond Walkie. Mm. Well, there's an unpainted old shack over there, Lamont, but mm. the windows are all boarded up. Murph said it would be. Oh? This wagon path leading up to it doesn't look very good for the springs. Uh, about as far as we can go. Have to walk the rest of the way, darling. Ooh, what a desolate place. What's the 
suppose Murph really lived here? No, but I wouldn't be surprised at what it's ideal for some of his enterprises. Oh, I thought you said Murph was a reformed character, darling. <laughs> well, I suspect he still has occasional relapses. Well, Lamont is not even a license. Darling, maybe you'd better go back and sit in the car. I'll go investigate. Nothing doing. Where you go, I go, Mr. Cranston. Okay. Come on, then. Still don't think this can be the place? So deserted looking. If he's expecting us, why haven't got a light of some sort? We'll find out soon enough. Door's open. Eh? Stand back, darling. All right. You in there, Murph? You see, Lamont, there's no one here. Let's go oh. back. What was that? Someone's in there, all right. Give me that flashlight. anyone. Lamont, it's a man. He's getting up from the floor. Oh, Murph must have fallen asleep. Is that you, Murph? Lamont, why doesn't he answer? Murph. Is anything wrong with... Murph. Better not look, darling. You are going... It's all right, Murph. It's Cranston. Who... Who did this to you? Lamont, what's that note pinned to his shirt? I don't know. It's not pinned to his shirt, Margot. It's stuck to his chest. For the night. Oh. What did he say? Wait a minute. Here's another one to baffle you, Cranston, just as the Corning case baffled you. The Corning killer? He knows you're here. Yes, he must. Look. Look there, Margaret. There's smoke coming in under the door. No. Wait a second. Door's locked. Windows are boarded up solid. We've got to get out of here. Yes, we've got to take Murph with us. Come on. He's written something. Blood on the floor. What's it say? T R I G G C R. Trigger. Is he the one who did this, Murph? He's shaking his head no. Is, is he the one who had the information about the corning killer? Yes? Where, where can I find him, Murph? I can't make out what he's writing, darling. So he's shaking. M. E R M the mermaid? Oh, hurry, Murph, hurry. What's he writing now? Uh, look, it's like C-L-A-S. Somebody stop. Murph. What else? Murph. What is it, darling? He's written all his way to write, Margot. Murph's dead. Oh. <laughs> we better get out of here before we are, too. <laughs> It's getting worse. I can hardly see. Place is going up like tinder. Hold the flash on the door. Maybe we can smash our way out. It's giving way. Hi, darling. That did it. I'll stay close behind me, darling. Let's get out of here. I wouldn't come out that door if I were you, Mr. Cranston. I'm a very good shot. Drop that gun. Drop that gun. Oh, Return to the shadow in just a minute. Now it's winner's time again. Yes, sir. Here are the two winners of the Carousel Contest for the week ending November 8th. Each of these listeners wins a gorgeous $100 17-jewel Harmon Gold Watch just for writing an interesting letter about Gary Thought. The ladies' watch goes to Mrs. A.O. Nobles Jr. of Gainesville, Florida. Her suggestion tells you how to remove the printed dye from sugar bags or white feed bags. 
She suggests you damp the bags with kerosene and sprinkle on Carrie's table salt. Then roll them up tight and let them stand overnight. Next day, just wash in soapy water and watch the dye rinse away. Sounds like a wonderful idea. And here's the winner of the man's watch. He is Mr. Sandy Riza of Cleburne, Texas. And he bases his suggestion on 30 years of experience. He says, the best thing I have ever found for smoothing rough gears and silencing their noise is the use of cherry salt mixed with gear grease or compound. Congratulations to both of the winners. And folks, if you'd like to win one of these beautiful watches, listen for the easy rules later in this program. Meanwhile, remember, there's a fine cherry salt for every farm and home use. There's deep penetrating Carrie's table salt, Carrie's meat curing salt, Carrie's mineral supplement salt, and many others. Always look for the white side box or cotton with a bright red band. But now, back to the shadow. Lamont and Margot, on the trail of a solution of a five-year-old crime, find the mutilated body of Murph, one of Cranston's undercover assistants. Before they can get out of Murph's hideout, however, the killer sets the old house afire and fires at Cranston as he tries to get Margot out of the flaming building. Lamont! I'm, I'm all right, Margot. I guess the bullet just grazed my skull. Oh, thank heaven. Lamont, isn't that a car pulling Yes. I guess he thinks he got me. Let's get out of here. This roof can't last much longer. What are you going to do, darling? Those flames will hide all evidence of the crime. Evidence or no evidence, we know what happened back in there, Margot. Now I'm determined that the corning killer is going to be caught. Come on, darling, we're going to the mermaid and see what Trigger knows about the letters P-L-A-S. The mermaid, Lamont. <laughs> Not exactly the short club, is it? What's the trigger? I don't see him. Are you sure you know what he looks like, Lamont? That gunman? I've seen his face in the rogues gallery so many times. What is he, mister? We're looking for a trigger, bartender. Uh, so a 10,000 copper. friend of ours named Murph told us we'd find him here. Oh, you know Murph? Yeah. Okay, try the guy in a check suit over there. What'll it be, boys? Is that trigger, Lamont? No, it doesn't look like him, exactly. Come on, let's go up and talk to him anyway. I've got an idea. Good evening. His table's taken. Yeah, so I see. Blow, I just... mister. I ain't no talking, Lord. It's about Murph. It said blow. Light for that cigarette? Get that match out of my face. Murph's dead, bigger. Flash to death. What? I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm not it. I don't know, Murph, and I don't know you. You're not leaving, huh? Yeah. Would you figure not trying to stop me? No, not at all. Sorry you don't like our company. That breaks my heart. Let him get away, Lamont. Worry, when I want to begin, I'll know where to find him. How? Living over here and giving Shreedy the high sign like this. You follow him in this car. You think of everything. Better not let the bartender see you wrapping that glass in a handkerchief. That's a risk it, Margo. Got to make sure that our check suited friend was who I think he was, in spite of plastic surgery. Plastic surgery? Yes. Did you notice when I offered him the light for a cigarette? Yes, I couldn't understand why he was being so accommodating. I held the match very close to his face. That way I was able to see the tiny stars that would be invisible otherwise. The letters P L A S. Plastic surgery, of course. 
So you think that was triggered with that talk? Well, I'll be sure when I get a set of triggers print from the police, and then compare them in the lab with the prints I get off this glass. And if they match? If they match, Margot, our friend Trigger's going to receive a visit from the shadow. <laughs> Hello, Trigger. What? Why are you packing a trunk? Planning on going somewhere? Who said that? Where are you? Put away the gun, Trigger. I'm right here. Only you can't see me. Who are you? What do you want? I'm the shadow, and I want the truth, Trigger. Why are you running away? Because I want to get cops up. Like Murph, Trigger? What? You're a lot, Shadow. Too much. Look, I'll make a deal with you. I'll give you anything the you want. Shadow makes no deal. The Shadow's only interest is justice. Who killed Murph? I, I don't know. Who I killed Murph, Trigger. I, I, I guess it was either the doctor that nailed that. Yeah, that's the way they killed it with a knife. They killed Murph because he knew something about the Corning case, Trigger. Was that why they killed him? Yeah, I, I guess so. Who murdered the Corning child? Look, if I tell you... you There's no if about it, Trigger. Tell me, who killed the Corning child? Doc. Doc Winston. Where is this Doc Winston? Up on 68th Street. Second house across from Avenue. I'm going to pay a visit to Dr. Winston, Trigger. If you haven't told the truth, you'll answer to the shadow. <laughs> Positive. 68, three second house. Wait a second, here comes someone. Who did you? Oh. We'd like to see Dr. Winston. He's not here. You'll have to come back. Pardon me. I think we'll come in and see for ourselves. Take your foot out of that door. Sorry to be so rough. You're not very hospitable. Come in, Margo. Hey. What is it? Didn't we almost meet face-to-face at Wallkill earlier this evening? Joey? I did miss you, didn't I? I never did trust guns, Mr. Clancy. They do so much shouting and get so few results. Look out, Lamont. Drop that knife, Joey. You had your chance to get away, Mr. Clancy. I said drop that knife, Joey. No, I'm going to sink it in your throat. Drop it out. Oh, my. Oh, my. my arm. I'll drop it out. Take up the knife, Margo. Now, Joey, a few questions. Where's Winston? I won't tell you. I haven't had enough. Hey, all right, Joey. No, no, no. Where is he? He's gone to see somebody. A patient named Trigger. Trigger? You're not lying, Joey. No, I'm not lying. Gotta get there right away, Margot. What about Joey? Got something here to keep him quiet until the police can pick him up. Hank, how's wonderful. There, Joey. Now, in case you get the wanderlust, you can carry that radiator along with you. I think it'll be much more comfortable just to sit tight until the police get here. Hello, Trigger. Expecting me? Don't move fast, Trigger. Turn around real slow. What's the idea to come, Doc? I ain't done nothing. Well, looks like you're planning a trip, Trigger. Couldn't be that you were skipping town because some plans of yours didn't quite work out. Could it, shouldn't it? Look, I got the dough for you right here. That's what you wanted. And it's not the dough, huh? Sure. And I'll take the dough, Trigger. And then I'll take you. What are you talking about? You tried to frame me, Trigger, and I'm going to kill you for it. It's as simple as that. Oh, no, wait a second. Before we part company, Trigger, 
I'm going to take back something I gave you. What are you talking about? I'm going to repossess that face of yours, Trigger. Piece by piece. No, no, you, you could you could do that to me. I gave it to you. I ought to have a chance to take it away again if I want to. Shouldn't I, Trigger? That's only fair. <laughs> you talk too much, Doc. Well, I underestimated you, Trigger. Yeah. It kind of looks a little different from this end, don't it, Doc? Now listen, Trigger. You listen, Doc. There's been a lot of cutting going on. You and that male nurse of yours have been talking big with the knife. Look, I'm a Trigger. pretty fast kid with a gun, Doc. But now I'm going to try a little of this knife work, too. Hey, you're going to be my first patient, sir. Now, wait a second. I used to be a butcher when I was a kid, sir. You didn't know that, did you? Of course, I never worked on a person before, but I'm not too old to learn, am I, sir? Stay away from me, Trigger. You're sweating, Doc. Oh, you ain't one of them sawbones that can't take his own medicine, are you? Now, lie down on that bed. Don't do it, Trigger. Oh, you forgot the ether, didn't you? Oh, well, these baggage traps will do it. Set your arms up. That'll keep you from moving. Let me up. Ah, let me see what kind of instruments you brought. Oh, now, personally, I like this long-bladed knife. I haven't said, Trigger, use the gun. Kill me, please. Use the gun. And have the trust go to waste? No. Oh, you wouldn't want that, would you, Doc? No, Trigger, no. Oh, you ain't a good patient, Doc. You yell before you're even hurt. No. Now, let's see when I really... Ah. What was that? Who knocked that knife out of my hand? The shadow, Trigger. What? <laughs> I said I'd come back. You can't stop me. I'm going to kill him. He's got to come and talk. Save me, Shadow. Save me. I'll save you, Winston, but not because I have any mercy for you. So you'll die in the electric chair for the corning murder. I'll confess to it. I'll do it as he got time. Don't let him do it. I'll kill it, Doc, and I'll kill you too, Shadow. You can't kill what you can't see. You're finished, Trigger. Police are already on their way. Maybe, but I'll get you before they get me. Untie me, Shadow. Untie me. Good idea, Winston. No. Stay away from him. Stay away or I'll shoot. Never my gun. Now then, Trigger. What's around me? Take it off me. Take it off me. <laughs> it's only a baggage strap, Trigger. It'll hold until the police arrive. They're here right now. Untie me, Shadow. You said you'd untie me. It was just a trap. Bring Trigger near the bed or I can tie you both up with this trap. Now, Winston, you'll stay tied and so will you, Trigger. When the police arrive, they'll find you both ready and waiting to be taken to the electric chair. <laughs> Again today, the Cary Straw Company is giving away two gorgeous $100 17-jewel Harmon gold watches in an easy-to-win contest. One man's watch, one lady's watch every week. If you'd like to hear your name announced to the winner, listen to these easy rules. First, write 100 words or less describing some new and unusual way of using any Cary Straw product. Second, print your name and address on your entry. Third, mail to Cary's, C-A-R-E-Y-S, Cary Salt, in care of this station. That's all, nothing to buy, no box stops to send in. You can write about deep penetrating Carrie's round package table salt or Carrie's mineral supplement salt or any Carrie salt product. Letters postmarked before midnight Friday will be judged in this week's contest and winners announced three weeks from today. The judges' decisions are final. All letters become Carrie's property. In case of ties, duplicate prizes will be awarded. Remember, the man and woman who write the most interesting letters describing some new and unusual way of using any Carrie salt product will each win a gorgeous $100 watch. Remember, send your letter to Carrie Salt in care of this station. Better drop that address down now. It's Carrie Salt in care of this station. Mail your letter today.
is copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications, Incorporated. The characters, names, places, and plots are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Again next week, the shadow will demonstrate that the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> Next week, same time, same station, Carrie Saw Company brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. Meanwhile, remember, there's a Carrie Saw for every farm and home use. Look for the package with a bright red band. And here's a reminder. Do you attend church regularly? There's a place for you and your talent in the church of your choice. Be a part of the United Church canvas. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. That was a very vivid piece of audio drama as Trigger was undergoing surgery. I was wearing headphones while listening to this episode and found myself closing my eyes as I would during a gruesome movie. I will tell you, it didn't help. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.